0: Yeah. 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 And you' me a hustle to make my money triple double while working my nine to five. Got me
1: a bag, but I want a wider size upgrade. What I drive, room, room, money makers in the room. Watch your bank account bloom. Being broke, dead tune. Want to make the money flip? Stay tuned. To CHP,
0: CHP, the corporate hustle.
1: With your host, Demisha Samuels, the Money Flipper, the Income Accelerator, and Head Hustler at Corporate Hustle University. back for another awesome episode of the corporate hustle podcast hosted by yours truly demetia samuels i have somebody who is not new to the corporate hustle family she has been at all of our summits lives uh, since day one almost right since our periscope days and so it you know without further ado i'm gonna introduce to you dr akina finch and tell the people who you are for those new listeners they might not know that you're a real doctor. you got a PhD, got a thesis. You ain't buy one of those at theology school. Let the people know who you are and what you do.
0: No, I did not buy it in theology school. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, as I, as they say, the earned doctorate. And um, I've been in education for many years now. I've been everything from a university dean all the way now. I am a faculty training developer and I help faculty be great I'm actually training them on how to become coaches so full certification program and uh when the accreditation process with ICF I mean great things are happening so yes all of this is real (laughs) all right yes yes
1: now tell them about your hustle right so that's your corporate university formal thing now tell them about what you do as well on these internet streets
0: Okay, well, in the internet streets, people know me for social media and technology. I have a brand called Technically Intuitive, and we have a clubhouse room that we have on Saturday nights for an hour where we talk about all things tech. If you have a tech problem or tech issue, something that you've been trying to learn about, or if you just want to learn about the latest and greatest, come on over there and do that. Then we also have what's called Technically Intuitive Toolbox, that's a membership site where you can come in and you can build and, and you can get different tips to help you with your business. Each month is a different thing. Really good with that. And then, of course, uh, we also had the, uh, the different blogs and that talks about, that's specifically built. It's mostly for coaches, but anybody can use the tips. We talk everything about uh, different tools to help your coaching business be great. uh, Helping you run your coaching business from your phone. And uh, I know a lot of people love doing that. You know, I'm a techie, so I'd rather have a computer, but I do know how to run it from the phone. And so I pull out the ninja tricks for that one. And then all the way to building your own customized background, because, you know, Zoom is now queen, right? And so uh, making sure that you have your branded on everything. And so I have a couple of things on that. So sky's the limit on that. So you could just come to technicallyintuitive.com and you could see all the podcasts, all of the, uh, because I have podcasts, I have articles, I have all these different things. So come over and view it. It's all good.
1: Awesome. Some great things in there. Let's take the people back in history, though, for a second. Please. What made you say, I'm going to step out of the classroom and come to the internet of the streets and monetize my skill set?
0: Well, uh, it was 2016. And, you know, when you're a servant leader, and you know how to help the people, but you're being dictated how to help the people. That only lasts for a little bit until you have to realize you have it's time to go. And so it was time to go. And when I had this opportunity, I was like, why not? You know, I have plenty of people on Periscope. I have plenty of people on social media. It's already uh, just consuming the content. Why not go ahead and start the business out? And it started with done for you services and social media coaching. And now it is gone to speaking and training and for corporate as well as for individual businesses. So I help you create a demand for your supply. And I knew a lot of people were doing it in in one way. Uh, But I do it in a different way. I basically help you. With social media relations, they say, you know, I uh, find your space where you want to live and you be the expert of that. And through your social media, through uh, your different placements, we help create a demand for your supply. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, if you are creating things and not telling people about it, all you have is supply. And then if you were sitting up there telling people about all this stuff and you're not charging for it, you have demand. But when your business happens is when the supply and demand come together. And all y'all have some great stuff, but when you get your supply and demand to meet, that's when you're going to hit pay dirt. Oh,
1: I like it. (laughs) Your supply meets your demand.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm? Oh, even before that, you always were somebody who would come to social media even before you were monetizing mm-hmm. so what drew you to the social media platforms
0: in 2008 uh i was helping soldiers find jobs and in the process of that we found a platform called linkedin it was my very first platform and we wrote soldiers and employers together well in the process of that I started posting about the different things I found out about LinkedIn and, you know, then Facebook and then Twitter. And I was posting these things and telling more people about it. And I started getting a following and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, people are actually interested in what I have to say and all these things. And then they're trying it out and the stuff works and they're like, okay. So I'm like, I can help people, not just in my work, but just on on my personal time. And I realized that I was helping people by doing stuff that I already love. And that's the first basis of the business. When you have find that passion and you find out that you're helping people and you are solving a pain point for people, that is where that business starts happening. And that's really what drove me to it. The more I was training the soldiers... Uh, about what to and not to do on social media, <laughs> a lot of not to's, <laughs> but uh, once I got them to, and I started seeing the income go from like 30 and $40,000 jobs to 75, 100 and $125,000 jobs, just by the stuff that they were learning in the class, I said, oh, oh we have found a gym. And let's go ahead and start sharing this. And so I realized that I could touch more people with social media and I could be sitting right here in my house because in the grand scheme of things, I'm an introvert. So being in front of a whole lot of people is, ah, but, you know, we've evolved.
1: (laughs) I know. I love it. I love it that, you know, basically, you had a lifestyle that you wanted to live, right? And you were like, I want to make money from my house and I want to work when I want to work and I want to work in the environments that I want to work in. And the internet provides that for us. You know, I always tell my clients, corporate is stable, but not loyal. And so you always need that backup. You always need that, you know, other thing, even if you, you don't have to hate your job to build a business, to build a brand. So you just mentioned one of our favorite platforms. Tell us about your evolution. I know you started with that, um, the part about the soldiers and, and you know, the things people used to help on LinkedIn, but you've evolved so much since then and the things you do on LinkedIn and the people you serve on LinkedIn. So tell us a little bit more about your LinkedIn um, experience.
0: Oh, I'm loving LinkedIn. And as you, uh, those that love LinkedIn as much as I do have seen how they have been evolving and the best part about LinkedIn, I started, wow, goodness gracious. And I, like I said, I started 2008. Well, in 2010, I became a dean. And so I was at a remote place. And that's when I found out the power of LinkedIn. So I'm sitting here and I'm advertising, you know, and I'm reaching out to people and networking because I need people to come to my campus and teach, you know, you know, but in the same thing, I need to still network, right? Because that's, that's who I am. And LinkedIn paid attention to that. So I got an email one day saying, um, you are getting a whole lot of traction over here, my friend, <laughs> right? Uh, we want to reward you for that, for using our platform to do so. I said, excuse me, how are we going to do that? We're gonna give you 50% off your uh, Prime uh, membership, your premium membership. I said, Really? Just try it out. Sure, tried it out. Oh, What? That was 2010, we 2022, still reaping the benefits. <laughs> so, and, but see, the good thing about LinkedIn, a reason why I tell that particular story is because they pay attention, they look at those analytics. They see what people are doing and they reward people. These people that are doing top voices, they were, they paid attention to their feedback. They paid attention to what they were doing. Bless them with that. They have that LinkedIn creator uh, program. I'm a member of that. Basically, they see what you're doing. They see your progress. They see what's going on. And then what? All the LinkedIn creators, we... Uh, are the ones to do all of the uh, beta testing, so we're part of beta testing right now. We just finished with the audio lives, and now we're going into carousels. So uh, that's going to be a great option. You know, all of these different features that y'all see coming out, uh, we have beta testers for that through the LinkedIn. They also have what that new um, application about. Being the 10-week program uh, where you can get the uh, $12,000 for your business if you tell them what you're going to use it for and how you're going to be a better creator. This time it's for innovating in technology. So if you have something that you're dealing with with technology, that might be something you have till you have a few more days to get that in, but my goodness, you know, it's definitely worth the time. And then LinkedIn has is no longer the stuffy all business. They want to see the well-rounded individual. They want to see what you did yesterday. They want to see the meet the people you meet met with. They want to see the videos you're doing. They want to see everything, not just the resume, but they want to see the person behind the resume because they want people to see that. You are a person and not just a figurehead. You're not just a worker. You are, you know, you are the brand. You are the things. And all of these things, they want you to know that you could be human while you're making that million dollars. They want to see all of this. So go out there and you know start connecting. Get you a newsletter. Uh get on the newsletter. Get you some audio lives. Get your LinkedIn lives apply for these things it's not as stringent as it was when me and Demetria was going forward you know you only need like 150 followers on your business page now okay y'all better go get it y'all call 150 of your friends tell them to sign up and get your linkedin live i mean okay so you know definitely it's evolved
1: it's definitely evolved I tell people LinkedIn is no longer, and it hasn't been for a long time, but especially now, it's no longer a place where your resume goes to die. No longer a place where it's static. It's dynamic professionals. You should be telling your dynamic professional personal branded story over there. So we still don't need to see your Torch videos, okay? Still don't don't do that. But we love to see, I always tell people, I think great footage for LinkedIn is show me you at the conference and the people you met at the conference and the things you learn day by day. So if you're at a five-day conference, you know, hopefully two to three posts a day about what you're learning in the conference, what speakers have excited you. Really, it's a great place for thought leadership and people who really do like to nerd out in their industries and talk and actually, you know, gain some leverage and talk to other people. Nobody is intimidated by anybody when you, experts love to be around experts. I agree. Um, so that's why I always interview people like Dr. Fitz. We both do We both do LinkedIn. We both do personal branding. So there's somebody who I would love to build. Um, talk to because how you view something and how I view something could be totally different. So if you're only sitting in your lane, which I get if you say sitting in your lane, looking at your point of view, you'll never know what's behind you, what's coming, what's on your left, what's on your right, or what's ahead. You still need to ask the various people. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes they're a refresher for you to get your, your game back on because I might slip in my eye, I'm not really over there as much as I used to. Then I'm like, oh, wait, we did in that Let me get myself together, right? So I think that you should always not be the smartest person in the room. And I think LinkedIn is an environment where you will not be the smartest person in the room if it you is. truly are diving into your industry and really trying to be with it. So talk to me about what you think of thought leadership and how does one just be, become a thought leader?
0: oh, you know, there are like four different archetypes and thought leadership is one of those archetypes. Uh, Usually a thought leader is an educator. They love to put that information out there so that other people can be informed and can grow. So in that manner of me being an educator, that's right up my alley. I love when I put out information and the light bulb comes on for somebody else. It's amazing what you can do when you just have one little piece of information. Like I told people about Turco. You know, are you familiar with io? Okay. No, I don't think I know about Turco. Something
1: about the Turco.
0: Okay. So the Turco is like uh, similar to the Haro, but it's got a little twist. All right. So basically, you go on there, you uh, write four or five sentences about the particular topic that the person is asking about. You put a little title on there, you submit it. And then um, judging between two weeks to a month, you find out if you were added to the article. And so it's a great way to start getting your information out there, you know? So stuff like that, informational, you know, thought leadership. If you have if you're expert in your field, if you like to nerd out as uh Demetria says about your industry, then go find the turcos, the quotes, the things like that. Go find the LinkedIns. You know, go find you know anything where you can use your video. Get your YouTube channel. All of these things start putting out the content and then make long form and then cut short form from the long form, and then point them back to it. It's easy. Now, what do I? How do I feel about the thought leadership? Thought leadership is the reason why I'm on this on this podcast today. It's the reason why I have my business. If I didn't have the need to inform and share and grow others, then I would have never left in 2016. But now, I'm in an environment where uh, it's built off of those leaders. So, in addition to being able to help faculty, I can now have my own business and my own company that they help, su- that they support. And then uh, have a platform where they even market your stuff. You know, if you're writing or anything like that, they support you with it. And then You, in turn, have another platform to put your stuff out there. Leverage your materials. There are people that want you. Have the short form and the long form. You never know which way people are going to go. So have something for the audience, no matter which way they're going. Why? Because you don't want to let anybody, uh, leave anybody out. Everybody needs to be informed. Now, we're not for everybody. We understand that. But at the end of the day, give them the opportunity to decide if you're for them or not. Don't sit up there and not be for them because there's nothing out there that you're putting out there. That's I love
1: a- that. Oh, I love that. Three things that came to that, right? I mean, three things that popped in my head. One, the last thing you said, let, let people have the opportunity to attract or detract from you. yourself out there and let them decide whether they belong in your energy space whether they belong with your thoughts instead of choosing for them or not putting anything out at all the second thing is when you're in your industry and you're diving into it a lot of people are always scared to post on linkedin because they're like oh i don't want my boss to see it." but yeah, hopefully your career and what your skill set is aligning to each other so i'm just putting out my thought leadership leadership topics um things that my industry cares about. So I'm aligned with women in tech. I'm a woman in tech and I'm aligned with it. So I don't really have a fear of saying I do personal branding or talk about women in tech because it's aligned with my career, right? So that's the second thing that when you said that, so that's why sometimes people aren't able to leverage Because you're so you're fighting and you're, you know, conflicting with yourself, align yourself and get your energies together there. And then I know that LinkedIn is your favorite, but let me tell you, there is a close second now that I feel like that Dr. Finch be over there killing the game on and that's Clubhouse. So tell us how you leverage Clubhouse to build your personal brand. And uh, is it too late to go over there? Should people come over and, you know, just how do we navigate the waters as thought leaders over there on Clubhouse?
0: Oh my goodness. Clubhouse is amazing. It really is. It is, first off, you don't have to get camera ready because all you get is a picture. So that eliminates a lot of that. And number two, it uses your voice. It's the power of the voice, how you project that thing, how you sell that thing. You have nobody staring at you. So what is the problem? Sell that thing, you know. If you are the expert, let them know you're the expert, and you will see some heavy hitters, you will see some confident people on there because they are using the power of their voice. Now, if you sit there looking at them on camera, you might get another person, but when you just sit there looking at their picture, they mighty, mighty, and you'll be mighty, mighty too. Come up there to have an introduction of yourself, short. and then to the point and then give them at least two or three topics of why this answers this question because at the end of the day what they are about thought leadership they get on there to be informed they get on there to learn so if you are sitting up there talking about yourself they're not learning anything you say who you are and what your business is And then the rest of it will be in your bio. If they're interested in, if you sell it good enough, they'll click on the bio and go to the links. That's what your bio is for. All of the prompt and circumstance goes on the bio. What you do, your name, your business, and why the answer to the question. Okay? And then if you stay in that, people will continue to ask you to come to their platforms. Leverage other people's platforms. Invite other people to your platform. If you're brand new, Invite some heavy hitters to your platform. People are really open over there. You know, all of that that used to happen on Facebook and this, that, and other, a lot of people actually tried a different audience because it was so many new people that they could tap into. So if you want a fresh start, if you want to try some new things, use the power of the voice and go over there and let the people know about your expertise showing the story, doing the thing, just go out there and explore because a lot of great things have happened on Clubhouse. It's been a true game changer for many businesses.
1: Oh, I love it, you guys. So, so far, we have exposed why LinkedIn is still a place if you want to build a personal brand and be an expert in your industry, like a true expert in your industry, and you want the Google SEO to see it. Okay. All right. The second thing we've exposed is there are other platforms outside of Facebook and Instagram that you can go and let your voice be heard um, without, you know, to me, uh, Clubhouse is just as good as the podcast because we ain't got to get camera ready. Uh, So that's why, you know, I feel as though it's a no excuses type of thing. You could be cooking, the phone could be with you, and you're still just talking to your good girlfriend almost when you're on Clubhouse. So it's that formal conversation. Um, and really, to me, it's where your expertise is challenged, not in a negative way, uh, but just from the questions that could pop up if, you, you know, if you're really out here, letting people fire, chat with you. And you have to be able to impromptu speak because you never know where the topic is going to lead you to, right? So these are all skills that you do in corporate that now you can bring to these platforms and build your personal brand up. So tell us, Have you ventured over to TikTok land as well?
0: I have been over to TikTok. And I noticed that for me, um, when I'm doing more of the motivational points or the social media points, like where I hit a hard point and I put a little snippet out there, those work best for me. But, you know, um, I've seen many other videos. uh, The how-to videos are great too. Uh, those do well for me too. So I love the TikTok land. I've seen many people doing it in the business realm. A couple of my friends are doing it that way. I just kind of like it more for the motivational snippets because you never, or the uh, bite-sized tech tips, because you never know what somebody's going to need that day. And I've went through some of those videos, and I've found out so many tricks myself. Just about my cell phones and all of these other things. So it's definitely a wealth of knowledge. Now, am I on the twerking or doing any of these dances and none of that? No, no, no. She's too old and oh, she's too tired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see me because of the podcast, what I'm saying here. Showing Dr. Finch my moves, but no, I feel you on not being there. So let us know um some last thoughts that you have for us and where we can find you and what do you have upcoming?
0: Well, you can find me at um, com. That's A I K Y N A F I N C H.com. You can also find me at Technically Intuitive. Uh, either site will get uh, to me, and both sites are different. If you more, Ikina Finch is more about me and all aspects of me, and then Technically Intuitive, of course, is more of the technical side. Um, then, of course, you can find me on all social media handles at D-R-A-D Finch. You put that in, you'll find me. And the final nuggets are, you know, you are an expert at something. And no one does it better than you. And even if there's 50 experts in that same region, there's something about you that somebody needs. And as long as you are not putting stuff out there, you're holding back somebody else from that greater because you were supposed to be the catalyst for somebody's greatness. So the moment that I put my stuff out there and remembered that my dreams are bigger than my comfort zone, that included my introversion, that's when I started seeing other people grow. And that motivated me. So find your why and get that content out there because somebody's waiting on your perspective and your flair.
1: All right. I love it. Again, this has been another awesome episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast. I am Demetria Samuels. That is Dr. Finch. And we are out. Well, that concludes this episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast with your host, Demetria Samuels. Remember to have the mindset to go from paychecks to profits. Uh, um, you know you um yeah. Podcast, it's the corporate hustle, podcast